Hello once again everyone, thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, we of course want to give a shout out to those uh, who have been helpful in us bringing this show to you for free throughout the years that we've been doing it. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza, if you are in the neighborhood of Lakewood or anywhere near Drop by Angelo's on Madison Avenue. Try some of their award-winning pizza, as well as the other delicious dishes that they have to offer. Thanks to Pollyanna DIY, who we're pretty sure is no longer in business. But we're going to say thanks anyway, because there were some incredible enamel pins that have been made for us uh, when we had live shows. We were able to sell them. We made a little bit of money, but also provide some wonderful gifts, uh, surprising people who bought front row seats. So those were pretty incredible Thanks to Pollyanna DIY. Thanks to Thrift Store Jobber. Uh, if you're into old school wrestling merchandise, NASCAR merch, all sorts of other things, follow Thrift Store Jobber on social media. Find the links there and uh, get you some uh, really cool, incredible old school finds. And of course, thanks to Smartmark Video and their merger with IWTV. Watching AIW has never been easier. If you love physical media you can buy aiw dvds the entire dvd library from smartmarkvideo.com if you like digital they also have mp4s available for purchase right from their website or of course you can join independentwrestling.tv use the code absolute when you sign up so they know that you were sent from us by listening to this podcast or following along with absolute intense wrestling and you can watch not only a rotating library of AIW but all sorts of other independent wrestling promotions as well. And speaking of IWTV, of course last week uh Thursday, April the 8th uh, at 6 p.m. was the premiere of AIW's Go For Broke, and that's pretty much why we brought the podcast back, and so we go into this week's episode, folks. Uh, as always, AIW owner John Thorne is here. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts, and we had some buzz, John Thorne. Hello, I'm here. A little, a little bit, a li- little. I think... Uh... It definitely, it certainly exceeded expectations as far as viewership went. Uh, I think across the board from from everybody, you know, uh, at IWTV and Smartwork Video, I've been told it did extremely well uh, as far as the live broadcast went. Uh, you know, and just like at everything Mania weekend, you know, even though we weren't doing a live show, there was tons of competition. Uh, at that time you know so to hear that it did well you know it was pleasantly surprising um and people seem to you know I, I we kind of joked like trying to explain the concept it didn't really i don't know if it really registered or not but uh people seem to really enjoy it after they sat down and, and watched yeah that's that's the one thing that we kept saying was uh, how do we truly explain this without giving uh, too much away and I think that people I think they got it once they started to watch it made sense a little bit more uh, and it, it certainly seemed like from the immediate feedback via Twitter that's that people really truly enjoyed and uh, enjoyed the show. Yeah, um, which you know, that's that's all you can really ask for with with this project, is that uh, you know we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here or anything, but we are trying to give people you know some some good content to to welcome AIW back into the world of independent wrestling, uh, a little different approach uh, than a lot of the promotions took. You know, as far as their uh, no fan stuff. Uh, we just wanted to put a little bit of a different twist on it, so you know, I'm, I'm happy with it. I watched it uh, when it streamed live, and you know, I I thought it was a a very easy watch. Um, now, as this process goes on, maybe some of the episodes aren't so easy in flowing. You know, that's gonna be you know a, a, to be determined, I guess. But the first episode certainly, uh, I think, hit on all cylinders. Uh, and it was a good way to introduce the uh, the concept, you know. But, I mean, I'm a very realistic person. I know that they're not all going to hit like that, and they're not all going to flow like that. Um, 
but I just hope people stick around for it because, uh, you know, like, like we've been saying, we, we've dedicated a lot of time to this concept. Um, and it's kind of crazy, you know, how, uh, a, a morning of, uh, <laughs> breakfast and, and drinking, uh, brunching with the bros, uh, turned into this, uh, weekly, uh, episodic series well, it, it started in the morning but uh <laughs> by the time we walked out of there i think it was probably like <laughs> yeah it ended about 6 p.m it's six, like 6 p.m it was, a long, it was a long day uh you know we mentioned that we were there uh not there but uh it aired during many weekend everything else was happening uh, it, uh showcase of the independence through iwtv which was great and uh of course there's just a lot going on during mania weekend and uh, it was nice to be pleasantly surprised with, with numbers that we were told uh, in terms of people tuning in. Because, you know, the, realistically, when you think about it, that was a very pleasant surprise. Because even though Mania, the weekend, the festivities had less people than what they typically do in years past, uh, there were still quite a few people who were at these events that probably weren't tuning in. And the hope is, uh, which, oh, by the way, folks, this is available on demand right. now on IWTV. You can go back and watch uh, episode one of Go For Broke. But your hope now is that we go into episode two here on Tuesday uh, at 10 p.m. And and we get some of those people to tune in and watch it. I mean, look, like, at this point, it's Monday. Um, you know, we're recording this on, on Sunday night, but... Uh, Everyone had their preconceived notions about what Mania Weekend was going to be. Some were right, some were like partially right and partially wrong. Uh, but with all that said, if you look at the photos from like Bloodsport or Spring Break, fans fans were out, you know, and they were attend they were attending shows. Uh, so you know that does kind of cut into the go for broke or, or you know all these stream different streaming things you know it, it certainly cuts into that because you know there were fans down there obviously if you looked at wrestlemania there were uh, way more people at wrestlemania than i i ever thought like it was it, it was shocking to see a like you know i know they said that they sold limited tickets or whatever but i mean it looked awesome to see a you know what appeared to be a, a packed stadium, you know, whatever your opinions on that are, are your opinions on that? I'm just saying from, you know, just uh, the perspective of somebody who has just been like, you know, we've pretty much been going through this for it over a year. Like to see that on that level uh, was certainly gave me a little bit of like FOMO a little bit that we didn't go down and try a live show, you know, because people definitely came out for WrestleMania. People came out, you know, for some of the other shows. But, you know, on the flip side of that, everyone saw pictures of the shows that didn't do that well. You know what I mean? And it's just like, where does AIW fall in that realm of things? Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm happy that we sat out, but... I'm disappointed that we didn't try. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like I can do a pro and con for it, you know, both ways. But like I was saying, you know, it was obvious that at least there were, there were people out there to support pro wrestling. And, you know, I think we did it safely by, you know, producing this series and uh, still being, a, having a presence on the weekend. But, you know, the numbers could uh, – Tuesday will be the real test to see, you know, if the numbers blow even, like, the Mania Weekend numbers out. That goes to show you how many people we missed out on that were, you know, out attending actual live yeah. events. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, I, I don't know if that made sense or not the way I <laughs> yeah, explained it. Makes, it. Uh, I, I get what you're saying there. You know, it's, it's always a crapshoot participating in Mania Weekend. I think this year is even more – of a crapshoot because you know the, the other side to this or, or at least a one of the other sides a whole other aspect to it is there weren't as many people going 
right? But then you also have to consider the people who did go. There are a lot of people who did not work for a good part of 2020. And so while maybe they wanted to go take that trip to Tampa, maybe they couldn't go to as many shows as they normally would either. So like that's a whole thing that you have to take into consideration is that people don't have the same amount of dollars to stretch as they typically would every year. Yeah, you know, when I had pros and cons it and, you know, uh, both locations extended the offer to AIW. Both locations made, well, uh, I said, like, there were multiple locations, but there was really only two locations that anybody was talking about, and that was the collective and uh, the showcase of the independence. Both uh, extended offers for us to participate. They were both really good offers. It's just uh, when I weighed the pros and cons in my head, I just felt that there was far more that could go wrong, that could go right. And, you know, like, listen, uh, I'm not trying to, you know, get rich off of AIW. So it's like, uh, you know, what am I going to roll the dice of the whole company for when we can just kind of play it safe and, you know, wait until thing things are yeah. right, you know, for for us like that's. And that's not to say that anyone made a mistake by participating. You know what I mean? It's just for us, I just didn't see. I saw far more that would go wrong than would go right. Uh, but I am happy that we did have a presence on the weekend. You know, I was kind of even hesitant about that. You know, debuting, premiering, go for broke during Mania weekend. I was hesitant about that as well. Uh, so I was certainly pleasantly surprised yeah, by, I know that by we the had numbers. Some concern of. Were, were people just going to kind of pass over this because it wasn't a, a live show there and, and would it get caught up with everything else that was going on? So it was nice to see the numbers that we did. And, you know, and you've said it here before uh, in terms of doing it right for us. Look, congrats to everybody that ran. And it, it was awesome to see that fans got out and supported independent wrestling uh, over the weekend. But for us, I think that you were right. It It's makes sense for our next thing to have been a show in Cleveland, like we're going to do at the end of the month. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's that or no, or nothing as far as I'm concerned. And I'll take, you know, a uh, hundred fans in Cleveland over, you know, a hundred fans in Tampa, Florida, because, you know, I can get in my car and I can drive <laughs> 10 minutes up the street to get to yeah. the show in Cleveland. You know what I mean? I don't got to buy a, you know, $200 flight or, you know, whatever to, to go get those, you know, 100, 200 fans in Tampa uh, that, you know, next year, maybe, you know, maybe we're back, back in the game next year, as far as mania weekend is concerned, I'm not going to make any decision on that. You know, it's way far too early to tell. Uh, but I, I will say, you know, as, as corny as it sounds watching WrestleMania night one, like I watched it this morning. Uh, it was a little bit inspiring or motivating, you know what I mean? Like, it sounds so ridiculous to even, like, talk like that, but when I, like, when I turned it on and I was like, holy shit, there are a lot of people there, and uh, it was just shocking yeah. to see, you know what I mean? Like, because even at the, like, even with the Super Bowl, like, there were people there, but they really kind of like focused in on the cardboard cutouts and you know what I mean? Like it, it like WrestleMania looked like it was like the first big, big thing. And you know, there, there's probably something else, but uh, it just was like, I was like, wow, like, okay, like here we go. Like it's, it's things are, are changing. It feels yeah, like it's, after it's a little that. deceiving though, too, because you can, you know, you can do a little bit more, with WrestleMania because you have that floor seating, like you don't have that in the Super Bowl, you know. So there could have been as many people in the stands and the cardboard cutout, but then you have that floor seating, and that probably, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's all it's all perspective, perception, yeah. and perspective, and uh, all that stuff. I'm just saying, like when I I was like, holy shit, you know. I know they had cardboard right. people in certain parts of the stadium, you know, on Twitter, but. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I was just like, hell yeah. Like, I was just like, this is fucking, here we go. Like this, like, let, let's get, like, it was, it was like a weird motivating thing. Like, let's get, you know, 
let's start figuring shit out. Like, you know, let's get through these two shows at the end of the month and hope things go great and hope things continue to move forward. Uh, because, you know, we still have not set any other dates besides those two at the end of the month. Like, it is a, a legit trial and error sort of thing. But, man, watching WrestleMania, I was just like, shit is – it seems like shit's <laughs> changing. So, uh, let it might be time to, like, really, you we know, say buckle that, down. I, you know what I mean? I, I feel like uh, I I just keep having these flashbacks to last year. And I don't, I don't know when I will – grow out of this or be beyond this but uh you know it feels like this time last year we're like yeah it it sounds like we're we're good to go and and we still plan on running mania weekend and then uh everything changed you know it's like it's it's day by day week to week oh trust me trust me i will never forget it because i had to process all those <laughs> refunds that came through uh, every single refund and uh, that was like the, the you want to talk about like feeling legit pain you know what i mean it's just like oh man like cuz we had like i don't know like four or five yeah. shows on sale at that point and it's just like so, like, when they're all selling, there's, like, this big chunk of money in the account. And then that big chunk of money went, <laughs> <laughs> like, it went out. And, like, I will say there are people that did hold on to those tickets. And we do plan on honoring those tickets. But it's, like, for Gauntlet for the Gold, for example, because uh, we we can't, we had to pull the plug on that, like, the week right. of or the week before or something. Uh you know, we only want to do a hundred tickets, right? Like at the end of the month for the Odeon, and everyone's like, "Can I use that ticket?" There's over a hundred. There's well over a hundred people that did not ask for a refund for Gauntlet for the Gold from last year. So it's like we we can't sure. we can't do it. You know what I mean? Like we would have to add. Like it's it's more than a hundred people. So it's like we have to wait till we can do like a bigger capacity thing to, to honor some of those things. And, uh, cause I got that question a lot and I, I the, the offer still stands to anybody. Like I, we can't like, just based on how many tickets were sold for that, we can't just be like, yeah, we're going to honor that ticket here because that would have, that would be every single ticket, you know? But, uh, what I told people, I said you know, that, emailed in and asked that i said i will still refund that ticket if you want and then you can use that money for this next show you know what i mean like i just can't transfer it over because then everyone's going to want to do that and then sure like then we can't even have the show because we can only have 100 people yeah and you know so these are these are the just the, the the dumb problems, and I'm sure it's not even that interesting for people to hear about. But it's like, you know, we are uh, as motivating as WrestleMania was and everything. We aren't like just being like, hey, like opening up the floodgates and being like, everyone come on in, yeah. fuck it, you know. Like we have to kind of still yeah, ease so into if it. You guys can, uh, you guys and gals out there can can be patient uh for even a little bit longer we do appreciate that i mean it's been a year so i feel like uh people if people have not learned patience within this last year i don't know what to tell you but uh if you could just do that for us that would be great as john said i mean we still as things go you know the hope is that this end of the month uh two shows the back-to-back goes well and i think we talked about it last week you know, yeah, we, we're we'd like to make plans for doing a, a more regular schedule the rest of the year, but that remains to be seen. Right, and uh, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll we'll play it by ear. I think, you know, the the draft will also be a big test for mm-hmm. the city of Cleveland. You know what I mean? The draft events that are that are going on. You know, and um the politics of all this are going to fall based on that probably, you know, like how things are going to go politically and, you know, through the local government and all that is probably going to be determined after they, you know, feel the fallout from the NFL draft. So we'll probably know more, you know, probably by the first or second week of May, I would think, you know, and uh, go from Uh, there, which, which, you know, 
to uh, speaking of the draft, we should probably tell everybody like the draft is going on in, in Cleveland, in downtown Cleveland. We don't know what the parking situations are going to be like. We don't know what the traffic patterns are going to be like. There's uh, like a very vague city of Cleveland press release that went out that was just like no parking on the streets, which includes around the Odeon. But I assume the regular lots that everyone parks in are probably going to be open. So everyone just plan accordingly. Um, you know, I don't, I know nothing about the rapid, but I know that there's a rapid station right there. Maybe that you can hop on the rapid that drops you off right by the Odeon. Um, Ubers and Lyfts have sucked in every city in America, from what I understand. You know, a lot of them took that, um, you know, stimulus or unemployment extension. Um, so, you know. Ubers and, and Lyfts are very unreliable right now. So we're I'm just trying to uh, be upfront with everybody. I don't want everyone to come down there and be like, what the fuck? I can't park. Like, you know, like we don't know. We're all we're all in this together. It's like I, I got no stroke with uh, Mayor Frank Jackson on uh, letting you guys my, park on the street. Uh, my only tidbit of information, um, so some people laugh at it, is if, you, if you're not against uh, getting some exercise – you can park across the river. There will be lots there that, uh, even even if the ones are open around the Odeon, I would imagine that they're going to be more expensive than usual uh, because of the draft. But if you park across the river, you are able to walk around. It kind of that's where the river bends and curves, so you can. That, there's that water taxi too, but I think that stops at yeah. Sundown. If it's even going to be running on a Thursday, I don't. I feel like it's usually Friday, Saturday, maybe Sunday. But uh, yeah, you can park kind of over by Jacob's Pavilion across the river, and and even some other spots over there, and and walk walk over is is what I would do. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're you know just a uh, little little information you know little bits of information as as we get it. We're just gonna share them here. This is probably the best way to kind of get it out to everybody. But uh, that's what's going on. We have uh, Go for Broke episode two, which will be premiering at ten p.m. Yeah, this Tuesday, ten p.m. and. Uh, it was it was fun getting to kind of do the live tweeting thing and inter- interacting with people because when we have these live shows, we really don't get to do that. Uh, so it was fun to see people's. Yeah, I mean, like when we're doing like a live show, like I don't even look at my phone until three <laughs> o'clock yeah. in the morning, probably. So you know, you know it, it was like... fun to to get everybody's reaction in real time to things that were happening. And uh, we appreciate all the feedback that everybody uh, gave us, of course. And there was uh, a lot of positive from it. Uh, Some people, a couple times I did see on Twitter, John Thorne, uh, people thinking that, look, when we say undisclosed location, we weren't trying to make you feel dumb, right? You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, come on, guys. Like, it's like a little, wink. yeah, exactly. That's, that's a little bit of a wink there. Like, wrestling supposed to be, like, it's supposed to be fun. Come on, too. Do you guys know? Do you guys know what's going on? You, you guys know what's going. You guys know what's going on in the world. Like, come on. Undisclosed location. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not like uh, I am so. Uh, I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I am so tired today. Like so, absolutely tired. Yeah, can we talk I, about I this, was, please? Uh, a, a little got bit. Back <laughs> super late last night. Oh god, it was so fucking such a weird experience. Uh, yeah. So like, I literally like like I I had to wake up this morning because I had family that came in for Easter and they wanted to like go to breakfast before they went back to North Carolina. So like I had to wake up super early and do that. And then like I texted Steve and I was like, okay, we should podcast today, you know? And then you were doing stuff and I watched WrestleMania and then like I legit fell asleep and Steve was like, Hey, okay, let's, let's podcast. So I was like, I literally had to like drag myself to like get out of bed because I am so exhausted because we like we got back at like four or something in the morning. I think last night, 
uh, which would be, you know, like I said, we're, we're recording this on Sunday. So, uh, yeah, Saturday, uh, the AIW clan, uh, we uh, went to Psychopathic <laughs> Records headquarters and uh, what a fuck, like just such a weird thing. Like uh, I got an email last week from the president of psychopathic records. And he was just like, that's who I dealt with. Uh, I mean, this is insane, but like, you know, so when we booked ICP right before COVID, you know, I dealt with the record label and, um, you know, all the, the deal was done and whatever. Uh, I got an email, you know, from him and he was just like, Hey, uh, we are doing a JCW event this weekend uh, and we're looking for wrestlers and can you, you know, suggest people for me? I was like, fuck man. Like it's WrestleMania yeah. weekend. Like what the fuck? Like nobody like, and, um, I kind of took a tally of the students and who would be around and who wouldn't be in Florida. And, you know, uh, I went back and forth with the psychopathic records, like probably 20 emails. And like, you know, they were like asking about legends and different things and, uh, had me kind of helping them out. And I just said, you know, I told them, I was like, if you're a wrestling legend and you are still breathing, you're You're probably in Tampa, Florida this weekend in some capacity. Like there are things are slim, you know? And they were just like, uh, you know, we kept going back and forth and, Bishop said that he was available and then they were like, well, we want somebody to do a death match. And I was like, okay, well, uh, I, I texted Kaplan and I, cause uh, this is what I will say. The benefit of the go for broke situation was Kaplan is on the series. He actually debuts this Tuesday on go for broke. Uh, Kaplan has some great, outings on go for broke um and you know he has lost over 70 pounds and um so i texted kaplan and i was just like hey are are you doing anything saturday and he's like actually no i'm not because kaplan is a man of very many hobbies and things to do you know he uh he makes his own beef jerky in his basement he's uh getting really into yard work these days (laughs) like he, uh, you know, still goes to bars all the time. So he just wrote back, yeah, actually I am. Why? What's up? And I was like, well, I might have you, like, Insane Clown Posse might book you. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, he doesn't even really know who they are. <laughs> like, he's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> so uh, then, you know, they, they like, I go back and forth and, I have to send pictures of all these people and, you know, they want to see and know about them. It's like a big kind of ordeal. And they also want a girl wrestlers. Uh, and like the same thing, like most of the girl wrestlers are in Tampa, you know? So Jocelyn was available and, uh, Eden von England, who recently, uh, relocated to Cleveland from the UK and started training at the AW school. You know, she's, she was, available you know she's just moved here um and we didn't even really know too much about if you know like what her skill set is outside of training so i said i said well here these are the only two girls that i can get probably right now so uh they end up booking kaplan bishop jocelyn and eden and uh we you know we we hit the road and the fucking event was happening at the psychopathic (laughs) records headquarters, which was weird. You know, it wasn't like, Hey, come to this venue. It's like, no, come to our record label headquarters. And, uh, we went and, you know, Kaplan had to make some pit stop at these hot dog fucking confusing. Like, I don't know anything about this, but uh, we had to leave early because Kaplan wanted to go to these feuding hot dog restaurant restaurant. Like, I guess there's these two hot dog places in Detroit, downtown Detroit that are right next to each other. And Kaplan says they've been embarked in like a hundred year feud with each other over hot dogs. 
so we had to leave at noon uh just to go to this hot dog place and um Kaplan I took video of it actually it'll probably wind up on Patreon at some point but Kaplan gets got four hot dogs from each place and started just put them on the hood of his car and started eating them and uh then like this was the biggest mistake okay this is I don't even know if this is an interesting story at this point but uh, after Kaplan eats all these hot dogs on the hood of his car, he goes, well, it's time to wake up, you know, and he pulls a Red Bull out. And instead of just drinking the Red Bull, he shotgunned the Red Bull. And I was like, dude, like that can't be good. <laughs> right. Like he shotguns the Red Bull. And then we are off to psychopathic records. Uh, Josh Bishop wants to go to a gym. So we leave him at a gym and uh, we go like we just roll into the to the record label and like it's so weird like like weird and like the best way you know what i mean like there is just uh like so much stuff to look at you know and they're just like oh here's the locker room it's just like the recording (laughs) studio like that's where the locker room was was like the legit (laughs) recording studio where like you know they probably recorded all of their albums uh and there's just like posters and like they have like a whole room of just costumes like it's like a fucking halloween shop they have like in a giant room of just like costumes and like like decorate like like probably shit that they use for their stage shows you know what i mean like like uh, masks like fucking all this crazy they just had a wrestling ring just out in the grass, like in front of like an old wrestling ring, like just the pieces of it just laying in the grass. They have like uh, it was unreal, just like crates and crates. And like this is like a legit warehouse. They just had fucking pallets and pallets of pallets of Fago, like just like it's insane, like an insane experience. You know what I mean? Like insane experience. Uh, and like we have to they got all they got uh all these weapons like they got like barbed wire and different weapons for these guys and thumbtacks well josh bishop we had left at this gym like hours earlier and we're like it's like eight o'clock and we're like dude where are you and he's just like there's no ubers like i can't get i can't get an uber there so josh bishop walked to a hungry howie's delivery like he went to a hungry howie's pizza place and he just like walked up to the delivery guy and he's like hey if i give you 30 dollars, will you take me to psychopathic records and the guy was like what and he was like dude i can't find an uber i have to get there and the hungry howie's guy was like no keep your money i'm just gonna drive you for this weird experience (laughs) and like josh bishop just rolls in with the fucking, the guy's got the Hungry Howie sign on the fucking top of the car. You know what I mean? And uh, that guy was like, holy shit, this is really where I was taking this guy. And it was just, it was a weird experience. Like, such a weird experience. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, <laughs> it was like the full JCW experience. Kaplan and Bishop went out and, like, had this, like, crazy match. My cat is going nuts. Yeah. Hey, Whiskers. They had this crazy match with like all, with all like with all these weapons, and dude, like I was just like, where is this airing? Like they do a live stream oh, on wow. their Patreon, and like it ain't like you know us putting a video up on Patreon. They had like a full fucking production truck, like they were producing like a worldwide <laughs> pay per view, and like you know they had people on a truck. It was like such an unreal setup, you know, like, and, uh, yeah, they went out and I don't think that they had any expectations for Bishop and Kaplan to do anything really crazy. And they had like the fucking craziest death match ever. And, uh, violent J like came off the stage and walked up to him in the back and he's like, that Matt, he said, that match is is two whoops and a ten, <laughs> a 10 stars. That's what he said. That's what he said to him. And, uh, you know, like it was just, uh, they got, they got paid very well. Uh, you know, everyone did. It was, 
such a weird experience. I don't know how you could see this match, but I don't know, tweet ICP or something because it is like a fucking unreal death match. Uh, and, you know, but the show didn't start until like oh, wow. 930. So, you know, they went on, I don't know, like 1030 or 11. And then, you know, by the time they clean all the blood up off of them and everything, you know, we got on the road. It was like one o'clock in the morning. And then there was like the, just crazy rainstorms, you know, for most of the drive. So, you know, we're driving like 40 miles an hour. And Kaplan, who was probably concussed, is oh, driving. God. And, you know, he's got his head wrapped up. He's still bleeding. And like, <laughs> I, I was just like, dude, like, <laughs> slow down. And like. I don't even remember if this was made it to the main podcast or if it was a Patreon podcast or what, but like Kaplan was like blind in one eye. (laughs) Like he had a dead man. He he got like the retina of a dead, like he got his like a dead man's eye put into his eye or something to try to make it work again. And uh, he was trying to explain it to me again. And he says like, it still doesn't work. He just sees blurry out of his left eye. And I was just like, dude, like this is it. Like, we just like we did this weird trip to psychopathic records and now we're gonna die because you know kaplan he's like we're starting a hydroplane and we're starting a hydroplane he's like you know like uh, we're hydroplaning and i was like what the fuck man like go slower uh but uh we eventually we eventually made it home um there's probably like so much i'm just really tired there's probably so much more of this trip that i'm forgetting about but uh, like I got to experience a violent J locker room meeting to like the talent on the show. And man, I wish there were cameras rolling for that because it was, man, like it was amazing. It was just amazing. Cause he just had, like he had these ideas for the show and, uh, just, just the way he explained them were, it was just like everything those guys do are so fucking, it's so fucking funny. And him addressing all these wrestlers uh, did not. I mean, so here's the thing: we, uh, as we kind of started this talking about Mania Weekend and pros and cons of running or, or not running, had we been in Tampa, Florida, a good chance. <laughs> exactly. I would have missed this. Experience. Everything happens for a reason, John Thorne. And I guess I guess they're they're moving out of that headquarters to a different location. So like that was like the last JCW event that was ever going to happen at you know that iconic record label location. So uh, just weird, just super weird. Like I took so many pictures that I probably don't even think I'm allowed to post them. But like I just took so many pictures of the, just the <laughs> weird shit, like un like un just unbelievable stuff, like just laying around everywhere like gold records on the wall and shit like i i don't know it was just it was it was so weird but like i will say that uh i got to rebuttal the swaggle a little bit because two weeks ago he was just like sent me a snapchat he's like just chilling in the insane clown posse's recording studio because he he did something like uh-huh. they do like a talk show and i okay. guess they must have booked him for that so I got to rebuttal, and I, I said, just chilling in the Insane Clown Posse's dressing room. Uh, so I, I took great joy in that. Which, you know, shout out to Swoggle. He is uh, yeah. going to be a boxer now, uh, you know, coming up. He's going to get his ass In about kicked. two weeks. Uh, that's, uh, man, I... He hired, so, listen, I don't get little little insider knowledge. I had a little talk with him, and I said, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, and uh, he said that uh, he's hired he's hired himself a, a boxing trainer. Uh, he has a whole team that he's been training for uh, about five weeks. I don't know if he's lying not to me or not, time. but uh, we uh, we will see. Uh, that's what Tom Lawler <laughs> said, but uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll that, see. That other guy uh, has been a boxer for life. I de- like. I was gonna go. I was gonna. I I was gonna go, but I guess the West Virginia Athletic Commission uh, said that you know they determined that they can't have fans for it. So it's just gonna be a stream. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll buy it. But yeah, that was uh, that was my weekend. Uh, I checked. Out, I tried to check out some of the shows uh, Thursday and 
it's Friday, uh, WrestleMania weekend streams and stuff on IWTV. Uh, and then I went to Psychopathic Records and had a really weird Saturday. <laughs> and then, uh, and dude, when I tell you, like, Kaplan and Bishop killed it, they fucking killed it. Like, that match, it was fucking nuts. Like, uh, if that match was on WrestleMania weekend, everybody would be fucking talking about it because they wrestled like they were in front of fucking 10,000 people. They tried to kill themselves. What? And, uh,. They- they may have been i was just like holy with, fuck. with that with that patreon and what what made it even better what made it yeah i guess so uh you know like that's the weird that's the one you know kind of x factor is is you don't know how many people saw that you know who's you, like you have no idea i mean they must have a lot of patreons because they're patrons because uh they had a fucking <laughs> full-on production going on you know like I mean, they had a lighting rig and fucking, like, a production truck and, like, professional professional cameras, you know? Like, big-ass fucking TV cameras. Um, But, yeah, if... I I don't know how you could see it, but if there's a way, you know... I looked... Their their Patreon is, like, 67 bucks or something. So, uh, I don't know if you... I, I'll say that the the Kaplan the Kaplan Bishop match is definitely worth sixty seven bucks, but you know that is a steep that is a steep price tag to see one match. Uh, but yeah, that was uh, it was fucking awesome. They did tacks and skewers and tables and barbed wire, um, and then uh, yeah, we came home and then I watched WrestleMania and here we are. Well, you know, so you can uh, that's about can it watch. for me. JCW's two newest stars, both actually, on uh, this Tuesday's AIW Go for Broke. Because if you watched the debut episode, uh, we told you there was a little video montage, a little vignette that Joshua Bishop would be in action this week uh, on AIW's Go for Broke. And as John Thorne already told you, Kaplan also in action. Not against each other, unfortunately, <laughs> but they both will be on this week's episode of AIW's Go For Broke, airing at 10 p.m. on Tuesday, IWTV. That's the only place that you can possibly watch it. So if you're not an IWTV subscriber, make sure you do so. Use the code ABSOLUTE so they know that uh, we sent you there. Um, yeah, that's about it. Just just watch Go For Broke. Um, I, I, I will... Well, I guess I, I guess we can end on this. We can end on this breaking news. Uh, okay. Are you ready for it? A- both April 29th and April 30th will be streaming on IWTV there live. You go. That's big news there. All the more reason to subscribe. Big breaking All news. All the more reason Get to subscribe excited. for uh, uh, AIW on IWTV. Uh, I told you guys last week we were in negotiations. It is a done deal. It is a done deal. We uh we will be streaming live on IWTV both nights, 7.30 p.m. Sign up using promo code ABSOLUTE. We get a little bit of a kickback. Uh, before helps. we completely sign off, John, I do uh, unfortunately want to bring up one somber note. Um, but I don't want to talk too much on it because our stream kind of sucks today. And it's worth more of... Uh, you know, broken up conversation. But as many people know, uh, Shannon, who was previously with Smart Mark Video, uh, did pass away last week. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I still don't have words on what to say. But uh, I, I can say that, of course, we all very much loved Shannon. And she was a huge part of the AIW family. And uh, we already missed her not being around, and uh, we just—I uh, think I can speak for everybody in saying that we're going to miss her so much more. Yeah, um, you know that's man, what a fucking bummer of a thing. Um, I found out um, a few, maybe. Uh, hour or two hours before the news broke uh and 
you know, I had the unfortunate duty of, you know, breaking the news to a lot of people within AIW, especially, uh, just, uh, incredibly sad. And, you know, it's just, she loved mm-hmm. this podcast and, um, it's, if you look at her social media, like the last things on her social media are her sharing the link to last week's episode. You know what I mean? Like on her Facebook and she retweeted it on her Twitter. Like, uh, just man, what a bummer. Um, and you know, I wanted to, I wanted this to say this, but I didn't want it to come off wrong, but you know, I, WrestleMania weekend happened and it's just like I didn't want anybody to to forget about Shannon and this like just totally awful situation like you know what I mean like I don't know how to explain that but it was just kind of like man like this happened at the beginning of the weekend and it's just like I hope nobody forgets that this happened at the beginning of the weekend sort of thing you know what I mean like it's just uh there's there's so much going on yeah I don't know. I, I don't know how to. I don't know how to explain it. And I know that, like, I just I, I can't properly put in the words like what I'm trying to say. Kind of, but I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. Is like wrestling is so quick to forget, you know, because there are so many kind of tragic things that happen. But uh, you know, I hope nobody forgets Shannon. And you know, I've I've talked to Gary a little bit. I've texted with Gary a little bit. And oh, man, I just feel for him. Everybody at Smart Mark, and you know, everybody in independent wrestling. Honestly, like I mean, if you were anybody of anybody, Shannon probably worked and recorded, you know, one of your matches or, or one of your shows. So. Uh, yeah, it's just awful situation. Yeah, um, and I, I think, I mean, yeah, it's just it's it's like I like you said, like I'm in the same boat. I don't even know how to really express it at this point and like put it into words. I think a lot of people are still really confused about the situation and just you know, everyone's looking for answers that we're never gonna get. I think, sort of thing, you know. Uh but yeah, man, what a fucking bummer. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I, I think at, at some point we'll sit down and, um, you know, look, we'll, we'll probably dedicate an episode here to Shannon. She did, like John said, she loved the podcast. I mean, she loved everything that we did. Like, she loved AIW and she loved those of us that were here. But if you were doing something even outside of the wrestling shows, she was just so supportive of everything that we did as people and uh so great um but we'll we'll sit down like i said i'd I'd hate for us to really kind of reminisce and and share stories when uh we're doing this from a streaming standpoint because that's she deserves so much more than that and uh yeah everybody look if you guys can uh keep thinking of gary in your thoughts i know this is really hard on him uh way more than us of course I mean, that's his best friend in life so um but so thankful for for uh i don't know all all the hanging out with shannon that that i ever got so unfortunately we end this on a somber note but uh it was very i didn't i didn't want to go without saying anything i'm you know but i'm kind of glad that you ended it on this note because like i said you know it seems like it was somewhat of a thing that was forgotten over the course of everything over the weekend. You know what I mean? And not to bring everybody down, but, uh, I do think she deserves to, to be remembered. Uh, and, uh, you know, she was an integral part of not only AIW, but independent wrestling. And, uh, yeah, it's just a uh, extremely sad situation. Uh, so with that, um, I mean, it's, it sucks to segue into a plug, but again, make sure you watch AIW's Go for Broke this Tuesday. Um, God, you know, now they bring up Shannon. Like, that was. I, I kind of just, just want to say this, you know. Uh, yeah, that was. That's this, like the. the that's the like the shit, last the stuff. Shitty, that's the last stuff on her well, social media. And the shittiest thing to me was 
it's so in, in like my mind, so like when Eddie Kingston and I were doing that dumb King and Guy show, Shannon loved it, and she would message me about it, and my she was one of the people in my head when AIW Go for Broke was going to air. In in my head, there was like certain people that I then wanted to be like, "What did you think?" And I was looking forward to what she thought of it. I I mean, truly, I say that, and 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 I mean, she just it was a thing that I I thought that she was going to just love, and it sucks, man. It, uh, man, does that the whole thing suck? Yeah. Um. It's just, you know, like when I went and looked at her Facebook and Twitter, like, and saw that that's the last thing that she, like, shared was links to last week's podcast. And, you know, she was so excited about this show coming out. Uh, man, it is just, I don't know. You know, like, AIW, I yeah. feel, has been through a lot. And, you know, I'm sure we'll continue to go through a lot throughout the years. But, uh, you know this. I mean, they all they all suck. You know, uh, and it's just. I mean, it's sad. It, that's the sad part about wrestling is like you develop this extended, extended family. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you know, if it, like most people don't experience tragedy or death as often. Yeah. You know, if they're just, you know just regular i mean not to downplay it or whatever you know what I, it's just it's hard to it's hard to explain like but you meet so many people through wrestling and like you grow these like extremely close bonds but at the same time like as close as you are you're not mm -hmm. close you know like in um i don't know maybe she just felt like she wasn't close enough to reach out to people or who knows, man? Uh, but it, like, it, regardless of it all, like it still hurts. Just like you've lost somebody in your family is what I'm trying to say. And uh, yeah, it's it sucks. Uh, so again, folks, um, you know, I apologize a little bit that we end this on a somber note. Uh, we do hope that you tune in Tuesday at ten o'clock. And uh, again, I'll reiterate: at some point, we'll sit down and and we'll we'll share, we'll dedicate uh, a whole podcast, I'm sure, to Shannon. But uh, that's no better way, I guess, to to give pay her tribute right now than to end this thing with with talking about her. So um, you know, keep all of her friends and family, and in particular, of course, as we all know, uh, Gary, we're close to one of one of his very best friends so uh please keep them in your in your thoughts and uh mike burns and robles yeah. and everyone that's uh, everyone that's ever worked with their you yep. know in some yep. capacity you know like yeah. it just but uh fucking sucks john thorne and i will be here next week and and we'll talk to you uh right here on shannon's favorite podcast aiw uh the card is going to change <laughs>